and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. I'm not holding a mic. Me either. Hopefully, the the uh, quality of our audio... The old podcast. The podcast will sound uh, slightly better, um, because I got some mic stands finally mm-hmm. uh, for us to just... Put them and put the mics in front of our face. Yeah, and sit on the couch still, because that was really. I mean, we could do this on the kitchen table, but yeah, why would you? Why? You know, because then you'd actually sit at the kitchen table. I mean, I know that's what a lot of people do, but also, you know, what people do they sit in comfy chairs. They get mic stands. Uh, they sit comfortably and they talk without mm-hmm. holding microphones. Figured I'd get myself into the uh, the habit of doing so. It's funny because I was I was I've ordered like a certain product that I thought was the thing I needed. It's hard to tell because if you're looking at something online, you can't really tell you know, what how it's going to play out as far as the product goes. And it was just kept on being on back order because of you know codes. And then they were like, "Oh well, here's your. How about we just give you this? Try this one." You know, and the guy got me walked me through it, and here we are. I'm happy with it. Did you just jump in? Sorry, the cat fell off the couch. She farted. It smells. We. Have been busy yeah. watching DC animated movies. So many of them. Yeah, we watched a lot of them this weekend. We really did. Well, it was so hot. We could. We didn't really go out. Usually we'll go, like, go outside and do yard work for a while. But it was so, it was like 95, 99 degrees. And that, so we didn't really go outside. Yeah, it was ludicrous, ludicrous, ludicrously hot. Yeah, it was really warm. Perfectly honest. So we didn't go anywhere. And so we just stayed and actually used the DC app and HBO Max. Uh-huh. Because it's really weird. Like some of them are on HBO Max and some of them are on the DC app. And I don't know why that some, is. Both, some are on both. Yeah, I don't know why that is. And I don't know how exactly that decision was made. Um, but yeah, so we watched a lot of them. Uh, which ones did we watch? We oh, watched. God, we watched at least. I feel like we watched at least four. We watched Wonder Woman Bloodlines. We started out with Wonder Woman Bloodlines, which was the one that came out in not the one that came out in like two thousand and nine. No, Aaron it, Russell. This one came out like last year, I think. Yeah, and it's. I think it might. I don't know if it was the first one, but it's Rosario Dawson does the voice now. Right. So this one. It's basic, basically like an or kind of an originish story, sort of. Because we get the whole thing where I feel like this has been played out like hey, Peter Parker Steve. and Uncle Ben and the fucking yeah, in the, the Wayne's Pearls. It's it's Steve Trevor comes to Themyscira and then she leaves with him, and then she's you know forsaken by her Amazon sisters or whatever. Um, so that's kind of it. And then she had, like, it was well, her and Dr. Poison. It's kind of... Dr. Cyber. Yes. And, yeah. so, and Silver Swan. Silver Swan. We just saw a feature film. Yes. On Wonder Woman. Yes. That told pretty much this exact, same, this exact story. Sort of. There were not known... There was, was no war. Like, it wasn't World War One in this story. So, but, kind of. But there was a Dr. Poison. Yeah, she was in it. She was in it. Um, but yeah, they this no, this one had Medusa. That's right. Yeah, it had Medusa. It had Doctor Doctor. Basically, it had uh, Doctor Poison and Doctor Cyber working together mm-hmm. to uh, bring Medusa into you know as like a warrior back back to like 
wreak havoc on Themyscira. I think that was the goal because that's where they started at least. Yeah, I don't really understand what the goal was. They were just like, hey, here's this crazy prototype, like a Medusa thing that we made. Oh, no, it killed us. Yeah. Like, it was like, okay. Yeah, it was like Medusa, like Cyber Medusa. And it, like, it managed to turn everybody to stone, including the the villains. Yeah. Um, And then it also, there's also this whole thread going on with the girl... Uh, Vanessa, who is Silver Swan, is Silver Swan. She was the daughter, or she's the daughter of this. I forgot who the woman's name is, but she was in the comics. Whatever. She's like a te- she's like a Greek, like a teacher, mm-hmm. like, a, like a yeah. And so they, Steve, Ro- Steve Rogers, Steve Trevor brings Diana to this woman to live with her. Uh, you know, in the United States, and. You know, eventually they're, you know, the, she has a daughter, Vanessa, who starts out being just a regular teenager and she gets jealous of Diana. Goes goth. And goes goth. Uh, and you see it and that's how you know things are fucked up. Yeah, that's how you know shit's bad. That's how you know shit's gone wrong. Yeah, sometimes you're just weird, though. <laughs> sometimes sometimes you just like KMFDM and sometimes you hate that's your really, mom and you want to become a supervillain. I mean, sometimes it's both. Sometimes you like KMFDM and hate your mom and want to become a supervillain. I mean, who am I to judge? Yeah, right? But so they, so she ends up, this Vanessa becomes uh, the, the Silver Swan. I think it's good. They've really, they upped the graphic nature of these. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, um, you know, just in terms of like the blood and the and the battle scenes and stuff like that. And it was, you know, it's a lot of action, which is great. Uh, you know, I could it's more I could say you could say that it's more than I can say for the for the Titans show. Yeah. You know, or there's a lot of talking in that show. There's just like a lot of flashbacks, a lot of talking about Hawk's addiction problems. But yeah, we also watched Superman Red Sun. Well, Superman Red Sun. We started with Superman Red Sun. No, we started with Wonder Woman and then we watched Superman. Oh, sorry, that's right. We, well, yeah, we started because there was three Supermans in a row we watched. So, so many Supermans. We, we watched Superman Red Sun, which is, I think, the newest one to come out. At least, uh, yeah. at least the newest one to come out that's on the service. Because the newest one that's actually out, I think, is the Justice League Dark one. Oh, uh, okay. The new one that they did. Sure. But they have Red Sun on there. And, and Red Sun, I, I never read the book. You've read the book, right? No, I've never read the book. I watched the, there is a name for them. It's like. The Motion Comics? The Motion Comic, yeah. Basically, it's if, you know, it's a it's an Elseworlds, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely an Elseworlds. It's just basically the idea is. What if Superman had crash landed in Russia, in the USSR, uh, when it was still around? So, and, and what would have happened then? So, a lot of things are the same. There's also a lot of some things that are different, obviously. But I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it too. It yeah. was, you know, it's a different Superman story. Yeah. And I actually, what I did like. A lot that- more like real world grounded I mean, obviously Superman's there, but it's like it. Stalin's in it, you uh-huh. know, like JFK's in it, like actual people. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, it very much. There's a lot of stuff going, going on that just. There's a lot of beating up on America. There's, there's a lot of Comrade Superman, yeah. uh, t- and you're like, Comrade Superman's got a point. <laughs> hey, Comrade Superman ain't wrong. Comrade Superman ain't wrong. Uh, Comrade Superman supports Bernie Sanders. Uh, he 100 percent would. Yeah. <laughs> They have uh, parts in there. Well, actually, I was just thinking this, and I appreciated this because, again, we don't need the fucking origins. 
We just need to get to the stuff that we know. And in this one, they just start off with like Superman. He's like a little kid and he's hanging out with this friend of his and he's, you know, he's being chased by like some bullies. She like shoes them away and she's like, oh, you got to step up, stand up for yourself. And he's like, it's not, I'm not afraid of them. I'm afraid of that. I'll hurt them. And he like picks up a tractor. Yeah. And so right away we know because we already know because we're watching Superman Red Sun. Yeah, I get it. I don't need to see him coming from Krypton. I don't need to see him come from Krypton and having it go like going towards Smallville. Right, the last, last, last second goes, and it just goes right, right to the right. I don't need to see a crash media. landing. I don't need to see a bunch of like Russian parents finding him. I just, yeah. I get it. And then, and then we just jump right to like Superman being Superman. Just be Superman. He's like, yeah, I'm like the dude for the Soviet Union, and like, yeah. you know, and, that, and people, people be knowing about me. Yeah, I've donated and, my powers. I, I'm, I'm an agent of the state at this point yeah lex luther you know he's like a the main scientist of united states apparently yeah and you 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 see him get elected president and like it was always one of those things that like before our current now that i was like oh man who the fuck would elect obvious villain lex luther to be president and then you're like oh wait but to to be fair, Lex Luthor, very smart man. Extremely smart man, and uh, at least you're like, well, poses if, himself in a much better manner. Yeah, at least like, well, at least you voted for the smart guy. <laughs> you know what? Let's put it this way: villain yet smart. You know, <laughs> I would have if if, if if it was Lex Luthor instead of Trump. I mean, right. if that was my I choice, might, I, may have, I may have given it a thought. I probably still would have voted for uh, Hillary. No, I mean, like if my only choices were Lex Luthor or Trump, oh, I would vote for Lex Luthor. Luthor all the way, man. A hundred percent. At Luther least twenty twenty. At least Luther twenty twenty. At least he can compose a sentence. Fucking <laughs> <smart> <laughs> knows how to build a mech suit. Right. Knows how to make other men. Right. <laughs> oh, the Lex Luthor could have fixed this pandemic. Lex he's he's smart. Oh yeah, Lex Luthor would figure. Lex Luthor would have this shit on lock yeah watch that and then we watched the death of superman and the uh the reign of superman which yes two separate movies two separate movies and th- th- just to point it out they did a death of superman or like a doomsday yeah they called it doomsday they did a doomsday one like like years ago like, yeah maybe about a decade at this point yeah it was, yeah. It, it was a while back and you know it's the basic you know story yeah that we all know uh and this one's the same thing pretty much there is some differences in it. Yeah, they tweak it. They tweak it. If, for instance, Doomsday is but, not interred in the Earth already. No, he like comes to Earth on a ship. He shows up on a ship, and like they kind of tie in all this other shit that happened. Yeah, um, like for instance, like with the, the Justice or- League, and right. But I mean, they also tie in like the whole deal with uh, Hank Henshaw. Yeah, because in the comics, he does have a dis- like a space disaster. Mm-hmm. But it happens like years before sure. Doomsday and stuff like that. And like there's a certain like there's all these circumstances and they tie that in with what actually happens, you know, for Doomsday. Right. And he actually plays a pretty big part. Because like, he's one of those guys like Cyborg Superman. I don't really know much about. I don't know much about him either. You know, I don't much about. I don't. I don't know much about Eradicator either. Death of Superman. You get the idea that the, the relationship between him and Lois is, sl- is slightly different than it is in like the first Doomsday movie or in the comic. Um, but they still end up like together. So then he dies, and then Reign of the Superman. Superman. Superman picks up pretty much right after it because like there's post credit sequence scenes of like steel making his armor and Superboy, but it's like Superboy prime. 
where he looks like Superboy Prime. Is that what that is? Where he's Superboy got the, Prime's the one that punched the time barrier. Yeah, and isn't he the one that has a leather jacket? Because it's not no, him. No, no, Superboy Prime's the one that went into the paradise dimension with Alexander Luthor and uh, uh, other people at the end of Crisis. Okay, so who has the leather jacket? Is that just like Superboy from the 90s? Yeah, Superboy. He's like, when he's like Superboy in the new Ravagers or whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah, when he's yeah. wearing that stupid jacket with the glasses and the, yeah. that's him. And so he's there like, so, and then in, in Reign of the Supermen, that's when you get him, you get Eradicator, you get... Steel. Steel, you get Cyborg Superman. Mm-hmm. This is only the four? This is the four, yeah. Okay. You know, and Superman's off growing a mullet, you know. Yeah, yeah. oh, he's got the designer stubble when he comes back too. It's yeah. like perfect with Which, this ridiculous mullet but yeah they did some good stuff with this and they also had the whole thing where doomsday beats the shit out of the justice league yeah uh, but and yeah. this one really puts doomsday over even more is because he beats the shit out of like the main league oh yeah not like the shitty ones not like not, not like because well, they in the, in the not like plastic man like no, 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 no. Yeah, back in when in the during the actual thing like he beat up like fire and, what's his face booster gold and blue beetle oh and, shit i could beat up booster gold. yeah no just think i feel I feel like I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Jed, Jen's coming around. She's beating the shit out of Booster Gold. I could kick Booster Gold's ass. <laughs> this one, like he's beating up like Aquaman and Hawkman. And oh yeah, he Wonder Flash, Woman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. Bat, you know. I mean, do obviously Doomsday could eventually take out Batman. Batman's just a person. Yeah. In a suit, but uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want. To- oh no, 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 no! It's it's good. I'm just you know. I'm just saying when people are like, oh no, he took out Batman. I'm like, oh, no, yeah, no, no, he's no. a. Well, no, yeah, he's he's an extraterrestrial, and Batman's just a dude in a suit. <laughs> he's just a guy that throws a batarang, gets out of the way. And that's yeah, what he does. pretty much. But they have, uh, yeah, they have some cool stuff going on in this one. I mean, let's. I don't know. It's just, you should watch it. It's good. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely. I'm kind of putting these both together. The death of Superman and the reign of Superman. I'm, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much a two-parter. I do, I do. Uh, there's some stupid stuff in there, though, like with the Cyborg Superman. Because, like, Dark Side, actually, I think it's different from, maybe it isn't from the comics. I can't, I have to read the book. I have to look back Dark at Side it. Dark Side has, like, a hand in the armor well, basically, in creating basically creating Cyborg Superman, yeah, and he Cyborg Superman recruits like all these local jabronis, yeah, regular people, army, army and but those people end. die. Did they die at the end? Because they, they literally die, which is pretty funny. Because you're just like, oh, they're gonna get up, but they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they die like it's like the fucking end. He of like the- turns them into a giant mother box, basically. I mean, yeah. sp- obviously, spoilers for all these movies, but. Yeah, and he, you know. it, he, they die like at the end of uh, Avengers with all the aliens after Iron Man throws the missile. Yeah, and uh, yeah. but it, 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 this is one where they focus on where it's like this guy. He's like, "Oh no, not Eric!" You know, yeah, it's, exactly. It's like some scrawny dude that he's got like bugged, and he's like, "He's gig. like, I'm gonna be you on." Know, he's just, dating like Brittany or Betty, or he just like ditches this girl. He's like, "You know what?" I'm gonna be superhero. It'll be fine. And yeah. Then he goes and no, her name's Becky. It's a Becky. Yeah, and then She's he doesn't. She doesn't recognize him anymore, or he doesn't recognize her anymore, and then he just dies. You know, and yeah. then all these people that decided to take this risk and become cyborgs are just dead. So that and oh, there was something else. Oh, the whole thing with fucking Bibbo. Yeah. Bilbo is it Bilbo B- or Bilbo? Mm. It's Bilbo. Bilbo is Bilbo is a, a, a hobbit. You mean dildo? Dildo. Yeah, yes. dildo. Good old dildo. Yeah, they've got this like basically like an old sailor. Well, he's a character in the yeah, book. Yeah, I know he's too. a character, but he's just 
he kind of reminds me of like uh, Bluto from Popeye. Yeah. Uh, where he's just like, you know, got he's down on the wharf. He's just like, and I is Superman's my best friends. And, and, and you want some super slaw? Like he like runs like a fucking, cause he runs a, he runs a, he runs a, a bar a, and grill, but like a, a, like a long John silvers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> it he just runs has, a really fancy long John silvers. It just has like Superman themed food. <laughs> It's a very strangely <laughs> themed restaurant, <laughs> yeah, but what? apparently it's Jimmy Olsen's favorite restaurant. Oh yeah, well Superman's they fucking eating there all the fucking time. Superman's right? like, yo, give me some hush puppies. I think Superman's the only person, the only being uh, <laughs> that that would exist that could handle the hush puppies. Well, shit. I mean, Lois asks Wonder Woman to meet her there later, and you're just like, I mean, Wonder, yeah, Wonder, yeah, Lois is like, fucking, let's get some, get get, get those super rack of ribs, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's like, I get a discount here. <laughs> no, well, he, he def- she definitely does. Oh, oh she's yeah. on the house for life. Oh, sure. Use was Superman's squeeze. Yep. Use uh, you use and the other dames gets to eat for free. There is a really weird part with him, though, where he like Superman dies and he like he there's a voiceover from him where he recites the Lord's prayer. Oh yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna, we're just gonna fucking <laughs> and then he's like crying on the dock, being like, "God, why'd you take him? Why did you take an old man like me?" And you're just like, Was it, "What, what is happening in this also, movie?" Also, you're like the same age as Superman. Yeah, he's dusted. He's not like drawn like an old man either. He's just like. <laughs> I'm like, what? Superman's was only five years old. I'm is only 37. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe that character is like super religious or something, but it's so weird in the middle of this fucking movie. It just stops dead for the Lord's prayer. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. We're fucking, we're fucking praying. We're getting some religion in the middle of the Superman DC I mean, cartoon. Let's be honest. That's the only way I'm getting it. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So we watched... Those those three Supermans. Mm, Supermans. Oh, and then to cap it off, mm. we watched uh, Batman Hush. Finally. I still haven't had to I see forgot it. that it was a thing. I did uh, too. And I, then it came on. I was like, oh, it's Hush. And I was afraid to watch it. As you should have been. Because I mean, we all know what happened with the killing joke. You cannot trust trust DC to do anything right. No, especially after what happened with the killing joke. I mean, I was like, oh, no, I'm afraid. But they actually I mean, they again, they change stuff. We do have there's actually direct quotes right from the book in certain parts. And you're like, OK, this is great. Um, you know, Catwoman and Batman have a great relationship in it. They actually bone, which mm. they don't in the book. Mm. And if they do, you don't see it. So that's there. But. Hush isn't Thomas Elliot like he is in the comic. Right. Uh, so Thomas Elliot's in it, but he he's just Bruce's friend and like a brain surgeon. Yeah. Instead of being like a brain surgeon who like wants revenge because Bruce's dad saved his dad from like a mob hit or something. I have w- to go back and look. Thomas Elliot, in, uh, just just real quick aside, was mm. Thomas Elliot. The kid that young Bruce Wayne yes. hit with the yes. with the watch wrapped around yes. his fist yes. with Alfred's watch wrapped on his fist. Yes, <laughs> yes, he was in Gotham. And yeah. another great moment in a series of them in this show, Gotham Guys. I gotta Gotham. watch that again. That movie is such a fucking weird show. Fucking but weird yes, show. Thomas Elliot Hush is the kid that Bruce goes to his house, puts Alfred's watch around his fist, and punches him in the face. And Alfred goes, "Can I reward you with food, sir?" And he goes, "Yes, I want pizza." And then they go eat pizza to celebrate Bruce punching a child in the face using improvised bra- brass knuckles. My other food, f- favorite food-related moment in uh, Gotham is uh, 
Alfred offering to make uh, Master Bruce an, an egg. egg. Mm-hmm. He's like, can I offer you an egg or can I, would you like to, for me to make you an egg? Just a single egg. Yeah. What egg? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, egg. He didn't stretch for like how the egg's going to be. Yeah. He didn't say if it was going to be sunny side up, if it was going to be over hard, if he was hard boiling, what egg? Single egg. <laughs> single egg. Yeah. Okay, so here, this is the deal. This is not how it goes in Hush, but Thomas Elliott was a childhood friend of Bruce Wayne, was also born into a wealthy family. The two boys often played a Stratego-esque minifigure game together, and Thomas taught Bruce to think like his opponents and use their abilities against them in order to win, which proved useful years so later. just play chess. But it's like it's like Stratego, but it's not chess and it's not Stratego. Tommy, blah, blah, blah. Genius level intellect. Always. Uh, Thomas despised both his abusive father and his frail submissive mother who came from poverty and willingly endured every abuse dealt to her and her son to keep her lavish lifestyle. He was well educated, blah, 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 blah. So driven by this desire for wealth and independence, Tommy severed the brake line of his parents' car, causing a crash that killed his father and injured his mother. Oh, it's, so it's his mother. Sorry, I got it backwards. His mother, however, was saved in an emergency operation by Dr. Thomas Wayne, which enraged young Elliot. So while at summer camp, uh, Tommy attacked Bruce, ended up in a psych ward, blamed Bruce for his mom, blah, blah, blah. I, I want to ask real quick. Yeah. Did when he cut his parents' brake lines? Yeah. Was he in the car? And then he, when they, when they couldn't break, you you jumped out of the back seat and, and yelled "Wild card bitches!" Yes, yes, that's his, that is actually the next paragraph. Oh, great! Yeah, he wore a cowboy hat and he yelled "Wild card bitches," <laughs> and he rolled out the back of the Bronco. <laughs> Somehow, you just go back to when Josh <laughs> came out, like two thousand and nine or something. Oh no, no, God, this is before this happened in two thousand and three. Oh, really? Is that old? Yeah. Yeah, Hush is a pretty old book. I thought it was like late 2000s. No, 2003. It was going to say go back to 2003 and see that. And you just, it just, you know, that's, and it's just a shot for shot. The, a, a panel for panel, what happens on that episode of Always Sunny. So Riddler does get sick and he goes into a Lazarus pit. He's being treated by Thomas Elliot. He realizes Bruce is Batman. Mm-hmm. So. How he didn't know already is a shock. I know. How new. And then all of a sudden, Thomas Elliot's like, ooh, we both hate the same person. Let's bring, let's pool our resources. To this end, Elliot created for himself, himself the persona of Hush. So that's what happens. So then, sorry, there's all this like bullshit, blah, blah, blah. People getting things. People getting things. So basically in the movie, Thomas Elliot is dead. He like gets shot outside the opera and that's the end of it. But in the book, the Hush persona is Riddler, which is not how it goes. No, 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 in the movie. I'm sorry, in the movie. Uh, the Hush persona is the Riddler. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's because he went into the Lazarus pit and he's paying Clayface to like sit in Arkham for him or something. <laughs> yeah, that was that kind of caught me off guard where I'm like, <laughs> all of a sudden randomly Clayface is there. And so then they're Get like, her! he takes Catwoman to a smelting factory <laughs> He goes, he goes where they shoot those 80s hair metal videos. Pretty much. Front factory only makes sparks. Yeah. <laughs> so he like, he's going to like, this, I don't remember this from the book at all. He's going to like drop her into like a smelting thing. Basically ties her to an engine uh. and he scoops her up like he's playing one of those big claw games. Oh, yeah. He's going to drop her into like a metally crushy thing mm-hmm. that's going to like shred her and then melt her. And, and some lucky person's going to have a building made out of Catwoman. Of course, Bruce shows up and he's like, hey, Riddler, 
Like, I know it's you, blah, blah, blah. Also, I know that the Lazarus Pit effect is like wearing off on you. So you're probably getting weaker and not as smart, blah, 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 blah. So they all start fighting. And then like Riddler's about to fall into the shreddy melty thing and Batman's trying to save him even though the entire thing is coming down on them and Catwoman's like fuck this and she just like cuts yeah, it right. and she's, she's like let's go and so then they get outside and he's like but he could have saved him and she's like you're fucking crazy like what's wrong with you and that's the end of their relationship you guys which is not villains, dude. which is not what happened in Hush because they're still together at the end and then she said they're like standing somewhere and she like is joking with him and she just says like oh hush like you know like oh hush be quiet like that sort of thing and he like flips out and she's like what the fuck is wrong with you and that's how the book ends that's how their relationship ends in the book and then eventually in her book the way their relationship really kind of gets fucked up is because she kills black mask so that's it was kind of like they just sort of shoved all of their relationship into like one. Wasn't there the part movie. two? So at the end of the Hush book is that OK, in between the Hush book and the show of Black Mask, is that where she there is a, takes out her heart? There is another book called The Heart of Hush mm. where Hush. Also, I think this is the one where Hush like gets plastic surgery to look like Bruce, mm, nice. which is real fucked up. But Hush does at one point abduct Catwoman. It's a very dumb story, but it has such a wonderful like little monologue about how like like Bruce talks to her and tells her that he loves her and blah, blah, blah. It's like oh. this whole thing. But he kidnaps her and he like removes her heart and like gives her like a fake one, but then he hides her actual heart somewhere. So Batman has to go fucking find it. Can you just like find somebody's heart and be like, here you go, here's, here's the heart. I mean, by that time the heart's fucked. Well, apparently he because he's like a brilliant doctor or some Wait, shit. Batman, Batman does? No, Thomas Elliot, because he's like a I don't know. He I forget exactly where he puts it or how he keeps it alive. But he, it's like in a fucking aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in a treasure chest in a fucking pretty much fish tank. Yeah, it's you know, like, actually would be great if that that's just went completely off the rails. and He just eats the heart like in the beginning, uh, like in fucking uh, Jason goes to hell. Yeah. And that, that's how Catwoman dies. Well, it's kind of like it was kind of like the Temple of Doom. He just like reached in. Oh, and yeah. No, but it's all. And then there's like, so you'll see in like her books after that, where she's like talking about putting like cream on her scar. And da, 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 like it's real fucked up. I don't know how it remained canon. It's kind of one of those things where you're like, you know what? Th- that one's OK if you erase. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to. You, you, I don't. Can, what are we even talking about with stealing someone's heart? Anyway, remember how pissed you were? Yes. No, I uh, no, I don't. <laughs> no, remember how pissed you were in the, when she was in uh, New Fifty Two, Justice League of America, mm. and they just fucking shot her in the head, and then they faked it anyway. It was fake. That's it. right. That was fucking bullshit. But you were pissed because like, you, so I think it, was like it was like the last panel of like a book. Yeah, and you're just like fuck this, fuck these. You know, I, I mean, was very mad. Const, as you as you were as you are known to do. Yeah, as I'm want to do. Yeah. As you want to do. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was good. Yeah, it was, it was good. That was good. There was banging in it. There was banging. Uh, there's watch that again. A lot of uh, just bat Bruce Wayne going on dates and like Dick and everybody else giving him shit. Yeah, you know a lot, a lot of the whole like well, bat, the bat dudes being like you it know, also, wrap it up and he's like you know it's like yeah it also kind of sucked too because like they completely erased Tim Drake so Dick is real all for the relationship between Batman and Catwoman. And that is true in, in the book. And that's the way in the movie. In the book, Ta- uh, Tim is not. Mm-hmm. He's not happy with it. But they took Tim out and just put Damien in. And you're like, ew. 
Why did you do that? There is that part where uh, was it Nightwing accidentally reveals that it's Batman that Damien's Batman's son. Yeah, he's like his son. <laughs> yeah, there's something that was actually pretty funny. Oh, oh, that reminds me of that one joke in the Reign of Superman where. It's a metropolis, but they're going down Rodeo Drive. Oh, that and, was really funny. And, and somebody's like, and I think it's like, is it Flash? Somebody's like, Batman calls it Rodeo Drive. And it's like, Batman calls it Rodeo Drive. Yeah. And, so, and so flips away Flash is like, isn't Rodeo Drive? He's like, those people are wrong. <laughs> I, love, I love that Batman, the bad, the hill, that the, the thing, the thing that Batman stands for yeah, is, the, is the accepted pronunciation uh, of rodeo rodeo drive or the california version of rodeo drive that was like, pretty funny <laughs> uh yeah we watched with the dc movies there's yeah. more to come too uh there's a suicide squad one that uh, i didn't know came out that i haven't seen oh yeah then i'm gonna have to watch uh there's uh something that i knew it knew came out like a while ago but it was like a oh yeah there's a ray movie what is it called ray like Freedom Fighters yeah or something. something 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 with that um so i have to, i'm gonna watch that there's there's probably there's a there's a justice league versus the fatal five so it's like mm. a legion kind of crossover thing you know there's a few there might be a few others too that we might haven't seen yet but there's there's a few other it's, it's good to catch it was good to catch up yeah because i like those a lot yeah, it was fun. Anyways, folks, uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back with a book for this week. Hey, do you like the 90s comic book tropes of a big beefy guy with a huge gun and big shoulder pads and lots of spikes and a bad attitude? Me either. Too narrow-minded. No subtlety. But I'll tell you what I do like. The character who started the whole trend. I'm Grant Richter. In 2018, I did a project where I detailed every adventure of the superhero known as Cable, 280 characters at a time, from 1993 to 2006. And now, it's time to start the whole thing at the beginning and take it to an audio format. So be sure to check out The Cable Guide at anchor.fm slash cableguide. I'll see you soon, because with Cable, it's always just a matter of time. All right, we're back here on Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is yet another selection from our ongoing trove mm. of quarantine comics. I'm yes. calling them. Sure. From Mile High Comics. Uh, this one is Silver Sable and the Wild Pack, number three from August 1992. Welcome back to the show, Silver Sable. Yes, yeah, welcome back. Yeah, she's, it's been a minute. It's been a while. I was thinking about this. I feel like Silver Sable, the character. Is ridiculous. What's well, ridiculous, but she's also kind of got the shaft. Oh, 100%. Because she's kind of like, a, in a way, like very similar to Black Widow. Yes. Instead of being like a Russian spy woman, you know, she's just a, I don't want to call her a princess. She comes from. She's like, not like a princess, but like it's like her dad used to run this organization and like now she runs it. Yeah. And, and it's like a mercenary organization. And she basically became a super mercenary. Yeah. She does. She does She's kind of like an Amanda Waller ish. Not like super smart, but like how she has like a, her own little thing that she runs. And yeah. I feel like they can't put her into the MCU, at least just not yet, hmm. because they got all this Black Widow shit floating around. Yeah. And I feel like she would just kind of... Be kind of repetitive. She'd be, yeah, she'd be kind of repetitive. I mean, but I think she got a unique aura about her in a certain way. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not more stuff done with her, mm -hmm. uh, because, I mean... Oh, 100%. You know, I can see this being like a big, big deal, but she's always kind of been like a... Like a Spider-Man B-minus lister. I wouldn't call her yeah. a C-lister, but she's not quite... 
a B-lister in a, in a way. Sure. Like she's kind of in that middle. But she did get her own book in the 90s because... Everybody got their own book in the 90s. Yeah, yeah everybody. I think everybody did. Yay. Everybody did. And in her case, uh, she had one that ran for a couple of years. On the cover here, we got Silver Sable. She is jumping out in front of her logo, carrying uh, on a, on a jetpack, and she's got a big gun mm-hmm. in one hand, and then she got a smaller gun in another hand, and she's shooting... I don't know where she's shooting because the guy that's about to attack her it's like behind is right her. behind her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it says, Duel in the Sky, Gatlings, and at the top it says, Gatlings, Big Guns, Part 2. And uh, as we'll learn, Gatling is the guy that's behind her who has not one, not two, but four Gatling guns. I don't even, I mean, they're, they're kind of like welded together i don't even know how one it's a bit yeah it has that many gatling guns it is a, but it is a very 90s outfit oh yes this guy is doing so many guns so many guns guns and straps and belts Basically, and pouches imagine and, jesse ventura's character from predator but imagine yeah. him just made of made, made of guns made entirely of the of the gun he carries yeah yeah <laughs> Like, you know, when you hey, think, Arnie, I want to become a gun. So, like, you know, when you play GTA Miami Vice mm. or Miami or whatever it is, Vice City, um, when you play that one and you can do the cheat code and get the fucking chain gun. Yeah. Imagine if you had four of them. Yeah. That'd be really sweet. You could totally take down those helicopters. Yeah. You could take down everything. You could take down that everything. Fucking game. You could, just, you could turn both buildings into houses into dust. That game is so fun. I never I know. Oh, I, I miss it. I used to play it all the time. We have GTA 4. Yeah, we do, but we don't ever play it. We never play Well, I think Vice City I love. Well, the thing about GTA is... I don't ever do the missions. Well, I don't ever do the missions, but also like... <laughs> it sort of defeats, defeats, defeats the purpose of the game. I find, Well, because I, I don't feel like I could aim accurately. Oh, I don't... Yeah, I don't really care about that. I just want to drive around and... Listen to the radio. Listen to the radio, steal cars, maybe drive a cab every once in a while, beat people up, do a mission or two... <laughs> Uh, use a cheat code to get all the weapons and uh, then get my cop. I don't. What is it called? Star rating. The star rating. I call it. My sister called it cop attention. Get my cop. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. My cop attention get, is super high. Get that cop attention up as far as, as high as you can and then start blowing up helicopters. Yeah. That's really all I ever did with that game. It was fun. That's what a lot of people do with that game. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a... And then my sister and I would, would call it go down. We would be like, we're going down in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because we wouldn't let them take us alive, obviously. We would have to be murdered. We're like, you know, so we, our star rating would be really high. We'd be like, place of glory! And then we would just start blowing up shit and then crash like a car into a wall and die. And Stansfield sisters know how to play. <laughs> we <GTA>. did. <laughs> That's how we used to play it. Ain't no doubt about that. It's kind of fucked up, actually, if you think about it. But we had a good time. <laughs> so the story is called uh, The Corrupt Pulpit. And we start off in the... So she comes from, uh, I don't know, how do I say it? Samarica? Yeah, she has like a country she's from. Samarica, Samarca. Smith, Simkara. Sinkara. She's from Sinkara. Sinkara. She's from Sinkara. Wrestler. Yeah. She botches all the time. Constantly. And so we start off, she's, I don't know if this is like an actual, like, I think it's a legit fight, but they're also... Just fighting. I don't know if they're fighting with like fencing swords or if they're fighting with like those just those skinny swords. But she's having a. a it's it's what Tessa uh, Chai T that guy I used to read, his blog that I yeah. used to read where he does 
reviews. Whenever he would review Catwoman, he would say that Catwoman and Batwoman, Batman were fuck fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's what this is. That's what this I is thought. fuck fighting. This that's is the thought. definition of fuck fighting. Yeah, that's actually that's what I was thinking of when I was reading this because I was like, oh, fuck fighting. Yeah, that's, that's what good it is. To, fuck good, fighting. Good to see. Good, good to, to see you come back. Good to see. Hmm. We're bringing it back. Silver Sable's having a fuck fight with uh, who apparently, somebody who was apparently her ex husband. I yes. didn't know this. The foreigner. Or, or Basel. Basel. I'm assuming he sounds very British. Yes, actually. He's like, oh, hello, I love tea and crumb. I don't even know what accent that is. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Like oh, almost like a Monty Python character of like a super posh British person. Yeah, but yeah, yeah no, he's uh, actually that's. that's I funny apologize for that terrible accent. <laughs> well, it's funny because like, when you read his Wikipedia or poetry, <laughs> it describes him as having a British accent, mm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that he's British. So I feel oh, like he's kind of, he's like Madonna, or or he could be. He's kind of like Tommy Wiseau, where Tommy Wiseau just has. An indiscernible accent. I wouldn't even know if it was British. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Because nobody knows exactly where he's from. So he No, he, somebody figured out where the fuck he was from. Why well, in the book in the book No no, there's there's like a he sued somebody. Yeah. Because there's like a documentary where they figured out where the fuck he's from. Yeah, he's from like a And he sued them. Uh, like this a, was recently. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Did you know that by the way they're doing a show and I don't know where they're showing this because it could God knows where they show these things but apparently they're doing a show around that that just stars the people that were the supporting cast of the room but not Tommy Wiseau. What, what do you mean show? Like a TV show or something or like a web, probably a web show. I can't imagine any network worth it. Is it in the Roomiverse? I don't think it's in the Roomiverse. Oh. But it's just the people that are, that are in it. Do you remember how Tommy Wiseau tried to have that horrible TV show where he was like the super of the Yeah, it was like building? the neighbors or something. Yeah. That's pretty bad. But I met, I met uh, remember, remember the time we went to a food truck and we saw the guy that played Peter, the first Peter? Yes. Because yes. Now, now keep in mind, and yeah, I didn't realize this until <laughs> uh, reading, reading the book, The Disaster Artist, because it's actually a very good book. There's two things I remember from that book. One, that the original Peter, the original Peter who is the guy that looks like David Wayne with the glasses. Yes. Uh, that almost gets thrown off the building. Yes. Uh, he gets replaced by the who's the guy who's known as the train guy because he looks like Patrick Monaghan from Train. And oh. he's the guy that's like, I feel like I'm sitting in an atomic bomb. That's he's Peter. A, oh, but like, but he's no, only but Peter who, for that one scene. But who the fuck knew that, though? Nobody did. Because that's the thing. It's so weird because, like, if you – this totally side to said tangent on the room. So there's this guy, and he's Peter, and he's like a blonde dude with, like, glasses. No, he's a, he's a dark-haired dude. No, Peter has, like, lighter hair. Oh, the first guy, yeah. He's first got lighter hair. Yeah, he's got Yeah, and he's blonde hair, glasses, like, kind of just, like – not like a huge dude, but not a super tiny dude. And then like literally he's sitting there and they're like playing football and he falls down and he goes, I'm done or something like that. <laughs> or he's like, this is, this is, I can't take it or something. And that's the last time you see him. And then the next time they're at a party and this is where we find out that like, she's been cheating and like, she doesn't want to be with him anymore. And she's talking to her friends. And then all of a sudden there's this dude who's never introduced. He's like this tall, dark haired, like curly, dark haired guy. And he's just like, oh my God, I feel like I'm sitting on an atomic bomb. Apparently that's Peter. What in the absolute, but no one ever says that's Peter. So you're just like, who is this man who feels like he's sitting on an atomic bomb? Well, that's the thing when you watch. The room makes no sense. If you go to see the room. 
in a theater full of people, which I highly recommend. A lot of people will just be like, that guy will be doing his thing, and people will be like, who are you? you because, who the fuck are you? Yeah, because it they doesn't matter. Nobody knows. They didn't read the book? Nope, none of us read they the book. They didn't read the book. Um, now we've read the book. Now we know. And the other thing I remember from that book is that Tommy was so, anytime he would go out to eat, he only he always requests a glass or a cup of hot water mm, to for- be served with his meal. A cup that he doesn't do anything with. He just, it's just, it's just, it's just there. Why? I, I don't know. Are you trying to make sense of anything about Tommy Wiseau? No, no. <laughs> I mean, you can't. Just, it, it baffles me that people like that exist. Uh, anyways, so fuck fighting. Ex-husband, fuck fight. Fuck, fuck, fuck fight. And they're having this conversation. Basically, it's. She's trying to get information out She's of trying them. to get information about, there was a guy, there was a, a hit that was on a. Televangelist? Televangelist. Because there's like 30 televangelists in this movie. Yeah, it's like. kind of weird that there's like such a huge televangelist contingent in this book. So it's like there's this hit on this televangelist and like Basel knows who it is. Or well, he doesn't know. He, she, she's he trying says to, she, she does. She's trying to get information. She, she, she thinks he knows about it, but he says he doesn't. Yeah, he's lying. But, but there's but there's he's a liar. Yeah, but there's information and there's because like the Gatling guy tried to do this hit. And there's also this group called the Watchdogs. There's which, a lot going on in this you book. Know, who, yeah. So he's try, they're trying to get information about this. She's also wearing like the tiniest of dresses. Yeah, well, what like point? it's like literally just a scrap of fabric, like barely holding onto her body. Well, it's weird because in this thing, like she's there's a few scenes where like, well, it's actually up here where he cuts her dress, but he doesn't cut it entirely through. It doesn't make the, any- the fabric. The integrity of the fabric is so strong because she's got. You know, 90s knock, huge 90s knockers. Well, see, that's the thing. It's like if you actually have knockers, if her, those have to be fake. Yeah. yeah. Because if they were not, I mean, obviously this is a comic book, but in real life, if you have big ass tits, you can't wear that fucking dress. Yeah. Because you need something to hold them up. Mm, Like mm. if they're natural, unless they're fake, then that's fine. But it's like literally like just like a V cut to her navel and then like a loincloth. And so they're like fuck fighting, whatever. And so eventually they well, eventually get. Eventually she, she does a oh, thing. Oh, he can do like a weird like hypnotic stare oh, thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, apparently. And I don't know how he has this or why he has this, but apparently he's got a hypnotic stare that he can make somebody for 10 seconds think that he's like. In front of them? there or like he's, he's moving at super speed. Yeah, it's weird. And, and so, so she uses this for like a second and then like they stop just to like have a. Have an embrace for a second. Yeah, well, she kisses him and throws him out of a stained glass window, which, you know what? Good for her. And then her Uncle Morty, (laughs) this is like her assistant. Yeah. uh, Her assistant, Uncle Morty, comes in and he's like, what happened happened to the foreigner? And she's like, I threw him out a window because apparently they're always trying to kill each other. Yeah, she's like, well, I killed him this time. Which is my turn to try to kill him, but I didn't kill him. So then we hang out with uh, the Wild Pack. Yeah, she's talking to Uncle Morty like this German lady comes in. I'm assuming this is another one of her assistants. Yeah, she got a team. And she's like, hey, what the fuck is with all these new dudes? Right. And she's like, or new team, because I think one of them's a woman. And she's just like, you know, they just need some discipline. Trust me, if they can't handle it, they'll wash out. And she's like, well, I don't want all these. You know, she basically doesn't like the people she's picked. Um, so, so before we get to that, though, we have a meeting with uh, Gatling, who basically just looks like Brock Lesnar. Oh, 100 uh, percent. Out of his when he's not when he's not wearing his gimmick. Is he pink? He might. Yeah, you know what? He's kind of pink. 
Yeah, might as well be. He has the skin of a hot dog. Like, actually, Brock Lesnar, I think, actually does have the skin of a legit hot dog. He just gets very it's pink. that thin because anytime he he looks like he's about to burst. Yeah, he's he just gets very pink. He gets very pink. Yeah. Uh, but he he's talking to uh, this evangelist, uh, Chesterford. Wait, what did you call him? Did you call him an evangelist? Well, the the guy the guy he's talking to. Oh, yeah. It sounded like you said evangelist. <laughs> sure. I was like, wait, what? I was evangelist. Like, hey, what up, evangelist? <laughs> yeah, they're having a conversation. He's like, yeah, uh, Gatling's like, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna kill Silver I'm Sable. Go Silver Sable. He said he actually says this, and I think this is interesting. He says, I hear she doesn't quit until she completes a job, even if her client dies. I, <laughs> I saw that. I was like, well, that, that's not good. Yeah. So I'm like. <laughs> So like it's kind of, it's kind of like um, she's like I will fucking do this job even if it kills you. She has like the same kind of like train thought as Anton Chigurh. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right, You're right. Way, where she's like, yep. she's like, well, I said I was gonna kill you, and even if it's like eight years later, I'm still gonna try to kill you. Yeah, she's like, I haven't finished this job. I have to kill you because I said so. Yep. I can't not say I'm gonna kill somebody and not kill somebody. Right. I I gotta to follow through. So actually, kind of would prefer if she. We wonder what she would look like with an Anton Chigurh cut. Like, I wonder, if oh, she'd be God. As, I wonder if she'd be as popular of a character if she just walked around with the Anton Chigurh hair. That hair is something special. It sure is. In that movie. It's it's, it's decidedly it's, a 1980s. It's baffling. It is. It is baffling. It's baffling. To watch a, a man, a grown man, <laughs> walk around like his mother just threw a bowl on his head and cut around it. But like a long one? But it's so weird. What, what kind of bowl did you put on his head? Like a, I'm a, like, 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 like a vase? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, a planner? Like, like a real fucked up shaped one. Like maybe one that's broken in the front. He's walking around with that hair. Oh, that hair. But the thing is, it's Javier Bardem. So like... He's just a. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. As but, a straight, but it's also very silky. Oh, it's it's beautifully pressed. Beautiful. It is like not a weird hair out of place. No. Like he's always love. Like the hair is always lovely, even though it's weird. Despite the fact that he's mangled and beat up and gets gets into scraps all the time. Mm, so uh, beautiful this, hair. This is where beautiful uh, fucked up hair. Silver comes in and she meets up with Battlestar, who. Is uh, speaking of B minus characters. Uh, uh, this he, might be a C plus character. He's like a C plus character in the Captain America universe. Yeah, he never. I was like, I, he. I mean, obviously, you can tell by looking at him. I know nothing about him, so, so and I can tell he's a Captain America character right. because he's just star spangled man. Also, it's funny because she walks in, uh, Silver walks in, and he's standing there just like, like at attention, at attention for some reason. He's just he's just there to meet with Silver to like get, basically get a job, and she's like, eh, you know, I don't know, but I, guess I couldn't can- tell like because it it looks like she just like shoves her way past him, but I wasn't sure if she like whacked him with her boobs or something. Like the way he reacts is just like, ah, uh, like very strange. So you didn't know well, if this, she with was this panel here where he's kind of like, yeah, like, was like ah. yes, that one. That, that is a weird drawing of him because he's kind of looking at her like she's doing, like he, she passes right by him to get to the, to her booze. Yeah. And, and he's just staring at her like, like she's doing something terrible like, like, off screen. What? And it's like, what? Yeah. It's so he wants to like join her team because he really wants to prove himself as a hero and he feels like nobody gives him a chance and she's like look i know who you are why don't you just go back to chicago you're doing a good job and she he's like no i want to do this 
you know, I want to prove myself outside of whatever, blah, blah, blah. So she's like, okay, whatever. So come with me. And is this where they go to meet some of the other ones? Yeah, this is where they go and meet up with the other other guys on the Wapaka, Powell and Quintino. Well, don't you worry about Powell because he's a big old fucking racist. Yeah. So Powell, this is. Does he die? Does he die? Well, eventually? Yeah. I don't know. He's a fucking racist. Oh, he's a racist. Yeah. Well, I guess there's an episode, there's an issue later where, like, he tries to rehabilitate himself. From being a racist? Yeah. How's that go for him? I don't know. Mm. I mean, I didn't read it. So I'm assuming something something happened. So Powell's like a Southern guy and Quintino is. And he's um, written in like a Southern dialect, too. So this is. Much like the German lady was written in dialect. This is, this is, it's just, this logic that he has is weird. Well, it's terrible, first of all. But like he has this thing where he says, I had the honor of being, uh, Powell says this, I had the honor of being a bodyguard for the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. And Quintino rightfully is like. What the fuck? He's like, are you? He's like, wait a minute. So you remember? He's like, no. Yeah. What? He's like, black people. Let me tell you. And then that's when Silver comes in to interrupt them. But yes. it's like, wait. So you weren't in the clan, but you. But he. But he's like, but, but you she, know what? You're like, hey, he was like, but they got some good point. You're like, whoa, what? And then like, that's when you weren't you, in the clan, but you agree with the clan. I mean, you might as well. I mean, you, you, you do you not want to join the clan because also, you don't want because if you agree with them, why aren't you still being the bodyguard for the Grand Wizard or whatever the fuck? Yeah, right. Stupid baby names they all have for each other. Baby name. Grand Wizard Dragon. Come I'm on. The Grand Wizard! I'm a dragon. I mean, I'm the Poobah. There should be a Grand Poobah. I don't know if there is. So Silver interrupts with uh, Battlestar. You know, they're off his briefing about basically. There's this guy, Maxwell Wilson, who is a cocaine guy, and these two preachers, this Chesterfield and or Chester Ford and Smithfield, I think it is. Sure. They're they're all implicated in this coke. Basically, they're they're, they're doing coke, and this is where Battlestar or, or Silver's like, "Hey, Powell, take Battlestar for a tour around this place." Yeah. And Powell's like, "What? what? Because because he's he a had racist. ideas." Yeah. So then for a minute, we meet up with uh, Crippler, hmm. <laughs> who's the one who just doesn't use the last name. It's just Crippler. But he's he's into torture, which is why he they they captured one of these watchdog guys from like a previous Oh, issue. that's right. And he's tor- I don't understand how this guy's supposed to be like a hero, but yeah, okay. he's kind of a dick. Yeah. He's also got a lot of lines shaved in his head. Oh, so he's many got a lines. Very vanilla ice haircut. So many lines. Uh, this this uh, uh, Crippler. Yeah. But uh, Silver comes in while he's trying to torture this guy. There's these watchdogs and these what they're very, they're basically like the Westboro short church, but if like yeah. they were uh militarized militarized yeah. like robots or whatever robot men. We're not, they're not cyborgs, but they're wearing like these robot suits and she Silver's like, hey, so like those preachers and shit, they do drugs. And he's like, no, Jesus. Yeah. So without saying Jesus. Yeah. But he gets very upset. He's like, no, they walk a righteous path. And she's like, not really. And then we get to where is this Chesterford? So Chesterford's about to do his big mass, and he's got like a friend there with him. Well, no, this is that guy they were talking about earlier. Yeah, but it's not really him. You mean it's not really him? It's this this uh, black dude. No, so yes, that's what he looks like. But he looks like Maxwell Wilson. That's this guy. But that's not him. It's not. No. So didn't you see what happened? At the very oh, the bottom, face. yeah. Oh, it's the foreigner. Yeah, I, I couldn't understand what it was. He going rips here. off his face like he's in fucking Mission Impossible. Oh, that's right. Oh boy, this Maxwell guy. 
It's not really the him. The foreigner, as Maxwell goes, is like, to, "Hey, man, you want? You know, you want I, I know you're going to go out here. Some here's some cocaine for you. Does the cocaine? It's like poisoned or something, and the guy has a heart attack and dies. So then we see like the foreigner." him in the car but then you see him like pulling off the the mask like he's in mission impossible and he's like haha it's me the foreigner i killed that guy with like a, a mixture of poison or whatever sure, he was like, it was like coke and cyanide he's uh, like so that guy's dead now it's time to go like kill silver sable or something well this is when we go to uh gatling and he's on top of the empire state building like one of those antennas yeah he's at the very top of it and some kids can see him. How these kids see him, I don't know. They have amazing eyesight. They're looking out. The, the and, eyesight of youth. Yeah, they look, they're they looking at him and they're like, oh shit, he saw us. And then he I just disappears. Th- I think the funniest part of that is, though, they're like, oh, that guy probably has a name like Gun Guy. No, that's true. That's pretty funny. Uh, gun Guy or Machine Gun Man. Also, I, I kind of wish it was Machine Gun Man. Also, did you scope this this fucking teenage? I'm assuming these they like, look like teenagers, but the one kid's wearing a Marmaduke shirt. <laughs> no, like, I missed that. It's legit just a picture of Marmaduke, and it says Marmaduke underneath. It's just, <laughs> it's like if I, if, if in 1992 I was going to school wearing a Heathcliff shirt. Were you going to school wearing a Heathcliff shirt? No, I liked lo- sports logos back then. Uh, you still like sports logos? I do, I do, I certainly, I certainly do. Yeah. So we're back at the Simcarian Embassy, and the Watchdogs invade, and. We got a big brawl between the Watchdogs and the Wild Pack. And in the midst of all this, one of them breaks off. Turns out it's the Foreigner. Oh, my God. He's like he's like Martin Mole in the English <laughs> development. He's, he's like, what's his God? What's his name? Guy Parmesan. <laughs> every time, every time, like he, he does, he, he does a, a surprise. He's like, you know, Lucille gets mm-hmm. all like happy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they have a. Guy they have, Parmesan. They have another. They have another fuck fight. Yep. And and then he just kind of disappears. Well, he just stops. He's like, does he, he like run away? No. What happens to him? No. What happens? Is, yeah. He he runs away, but in the midst of that, it's, it's, it's because Gatling. Oh, that's enti- right. Shoots a uh, shoots the entire wall up that she's standing in. Doesn't like a billion people show up at her like little headquarters? Yeah, here? this is what I'm saying. The Watchdogs and the and the Wild Pack are fighting. That's right. And so, but one of the one of them breaks off, and it, I wasn't that, sure who they all were because I was like, what? Who are all these fucking people? Yeah, it's yeah. just basically the two groups fighting, and then one of them is the foreigner in it's it's disguise, and he goes to find Silver Sable, and they have a fuck fight. And then Gatling shows up and he's like, I don't fuck fight. I just shoot walls down with my gun. Yeah. So he shoots walls down. And then this is where. Suplex city. So he, yeah. He, he just suplex people into walls. Yeah. And, and he, in the he suplexes, he suplexes guns into walls. <laughs> I suplex that's, bullets. That's his, he just takes a box of balls and goes, ah. And then everybody dies. Yeah. Because the bullets are going so hard. <laughs> if you don't get out of the way, you're going to get bolded. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and so he he kind of entertains inter, inter, interjects himself into this fray, yeah. And this is where uh, we kind of get the cover of this book where Silver gets a jetpack. Yeah, now they're all outside. Yeah, this is also a helpful reminder at the point where Sandman, oh, that's the right, Sandman, is yes. trying to be a good guy. He's a part of this group. Uh, which I which we we've talked about before, but uh, yeah, he's he's in this group too. So they're shooting around and they're flying around the the city. And there's this part here where he shoots at her and somehow only just hits her gun, even though he's shooting a million rounds in a, in a minute. Like, look at this. Right? Like, look at this. And, he, and she's got her hand out, like her whole arm. Right? Like he's shooting like right outside her body. Like, she should be fucking 
does she have any powers? No. Oh well. She's she's basically just like, like she's just she's just like Black Widow. Like she doesn't yeah. have powers. Like she has technologies. Sure. But she doesn't have like powers where at least as far as I know. So then the Wild Pack, they're in the Blackbird jet and they're flying over Washington Park. And this is where Battlestar is like, you know what? I gotta show that I'm hardcore. So I'm just gonna jump out of this plane and onto Gatling so I can uh smash him or whatever yeah he's like i gotta prove myself and he just like jumps out his thing and gatling's like oh we're we're both gonna die and he's like well that's all right as long as you know i take you with me or whatever and they smash onto this like cement they smash onto like whatever i don't know what it's called but it's like there's like a it's like a thing in washington park like a like a like a like a standing arch or whatever yeah and they smash on top of it and he's like haha you know because you know we're super villains and we're we're talking about all of our fucking injuries and he's like, ha ha, you know, I broke a rib, but I'm cool. And then Silver Sable pistol whips him in the face. Yeah. Knocks him off of this thing. It's pretty and great. she's like, you know, and so that's that's how they capture this uh, Gatling. And that's it for him. He never appears in any other books. Seriously? Just these two, just the, the this book and the book before this. Oh. That's that was it. Gun Guy. That was it. I think it's time to bring him back. Uh, maybe they just should have named him Gun Guy. They should they should have thrown him in there instead of like. He went to become a professional wrestler. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he became Brock Lesnar. Yeah. This is what happened. He <laughs> Uh, Brock Lesnar is canon in the, yeah. in the Marvel Universe. Obviously. FYI. Silver's like telling Battlestar, he's like, you know what? You're pretty good and you can like join the group and shit, but like don't ever do that dumb stuff again. Yeah. We're back at the embassy. We're always at the fucking embassy. And this is where Chester, uh, she's talking to Smithfield mm. about Chesterford. He's like, yeah, he was killed. And he's like, yeah, that's pretty, you know, Chester and Smithfield's like, yeah, it was pretty cool. Then she's like, Oh, by the way, uh, the FBI is here to uh, uh, arrest you for drug trafficking and conspiracy to murder uh, that guy. And he's like, what? He's like, what? I'm not going to jail. Although there is this part where they're carrying him away and it looks like it's his hand like in front of himself. Mm-hmm. But it also looks like somebody's hands is grabbing his crotch. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a very awkward drawing. Uh, and uh, the FBI give her a check and that's it. For this ep- this issue, and we don't have a letters page because it's the third book, and not enough people have written in letters yet. So right, we'll we'll, we'll get there eventually. I forgot what her letter page is called. It's probably like Silver Linings or something. Silver? No, I might be right. You you probably are. I'm probably right. Next issue: The Infinity War and My Dinner with Doom. Hmm. Do you want to read the next issue of this? Uh, meh. I'm kind of mad too. I mean, I don't know. There might be a thing at some point where I might want to just collect a bunch of Infinity War crossovers, but whether or not it involves a series is to be determined. But 90s excess. Oh, yeah. Party on. I can't not enjoy it. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Worst Collection Ever. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the show on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show at worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And you can rate, review, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on uh, Spotify. Do it on all those places because that's how we get noticed. And if you tell your friends... That's even better because word of mouth is the best way to spread the word about shows. So we would really appreciate if you guys did that. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next time. Wear a mask. Bye. Bye.